Welcome to Living a Simple Life with a Back Porch View. Thanks for stopping by. Grab a glass of lemonade, pull up a rocker, and join me for conversations about living the simple life. Go ahead, get comfortable, and settle in for a good visit. It's time to relax and enjoy. rocker and get comfortable. I was just sitting here thinking about the future, what it'll bring, what we can look forward to, or anything I might change today to make tomorrow a little bit better. Have you thought about your future lately? I'm not just talking about tomorrow, next week, or what your goals for the new year are. When I say future, I'm talking about what the world will look like in 5, 10, or even 20 years. Just recently, our lives have turned head over tea kettle. A pandemic swept our nation and the world at large. In its wake came businesses closing, job losses, and financial strains. To add to the misery, we suffered shortages and rising prices on food, groceries, gasoline, and more. We've understandably been focused on our immediate needs. Somehow, we need to keep a roof over our heads and our families fed. It's frightening to even think about looking ahead. There's just too much uncertainty in the world right now. But if we're brave enough to take a peek, what do we see when we look into the future? To have an idea of what it will look like, it may be time to stop for a moment and observe what our kids are learning today. These are the soon-to-be adults who will be running our country. They are the future farmers, educators, politicians, medical professionals, and blue-collar workers. It's the kids of today who will vote to make decisions for us tomorrow. If you want a better future, not just for your kids, but also for you, maybe it's time we focus on our present and teach our children what it will take to make those decisions for us. Now, don't panic. I'm not talking about teaching them deep governmental issues or how to remove an appendix when a child is only 10 years old. When we teach our children, we need to go a bit deeper than that. Children need to learn basic life skills. Without knowing how to do the simple day-to-day things, it can be difficult to do the big things in life. Let me ask you this. Does your 10-year-old know how to sew on a button? If he or she plans on removing an appendix one day, knowing how to use a needle and thread would be a good skill to have. But even more basic than that, replacing a button can teach them how to live a more frugal life and is part of helping them have a better appreciation for what they have, the value of a dollar, and more. There are other life skills kids should know other than sewing on a button or repairing a seam. They should also know how to grow their own food, preserve the harvest, and in turn, use that food to feed their family. They need to learn how to care for themselves, other people, and animals. They also need to learn how to manage their finances and clean their home, including laundry and windows. It's also more than helpful to them to learn how to use 
at the very least, hand tools such as a hammer, screwdriver, and a pair of pliers. Not too long ago, my son James was telling me a story about an episode in his life. He was trying to get across the importance of thoroughly cleaning a house to someone. His words were, trust me, I'll know if it's done, if it isn't done right. I have a white glove that I'll use as a test. And if that glove ends up dirty, you'll be faced with doing it all over again. I cringed. There's just something about having your own words come out of the mouth of your child. James is a grown man now and living on his own. But he echoed almost the exact same words I used to say to him when he was assigned the chore of cleaning the living room. I didn't really have white gloves, but I did have a white cotton dish towel that served the same purpose. My goal was to teach him not only how to clean, but how to pay attention to detail. To dust the entire table, which included removing anything on it, not just dusting around everything. It meant vacuuming the edges of the room as well as the middle. Today, there is not a room in any house that my two kids cannot clean. Once they're through, you could do emergency surgery in any room, including the bathroom. To this day, when they help clean up after dinner, my kitchen sparkles. James has even been known to clean the stove. But then again, I taught them well. Both of my kids were required to help with the garden. They learned to plant seeds, prepare the soil, the difference between weeds and plants, and helped with the harvest. My daughter Sarah didn't mind the work, but it wasn't something she truly loved to do. As she grew older, she'd quickly tell you she didn't have any interest in growing a garden. She and her two children came for a visit recently. As she and the country boy were outside watering our garden, she expressed her concern for the recent food shortages and safety. Consequently, she's planning on putting in raised beds in her backyard. The country boy didn't have to start from scratch explaining how a garden grows. Instead, they talked about how many raised beds, what plants she'd put in, and how she'd use the harvest. She's been learning more about canning, so that will be a part of her plans. He didn't have to teach her how to grow a garden because she was taught as a child. Yeah, she may have a learning curve as she's starting over after years of not working in a garden. However, even the most experienced gardeners still have a lot to learn about growing food. And I almost have to laugh. I work hard on, my, on maintaining my finances. There are tools I use, days I set aside to pay bills, and keep a close eye on my spending habits. And I started my children young on teaching them the value of the dollar. Now the shoe could easily be on the other foot. I could take lessons from James on how to manage my money. He can squeeze a penny so tight, he can make Lincoln jump off and go screaming for help. As a kid, he had a bank that he built. It was a simple wooden box with a slot on top and two tiny hinges in order to open the lid. As I was going through some stuff in the cellar the other day, I found this bank. Out of curiosity, I opened it up. Inside was tucked a faded yellow sticky note. When I saw it, the memories began to flood my mind. One morning, I didn't have enough change for lunch money, so I borrowed some from him. I slipped a sticky note in the bank to remind him I owed him that money. 
It was one of those busy days, and I did not have time to go to the bank. When he arrived home from school, he immediately went to his bank, only to discover the sticky note was there, but the money hadn't been replaced. He came to me, held out the sticky note, and asked, where's my money? I ended up repaying not only the money the next day, but also a dime in interest. One thing I don't have to worry about is whether my children can make it in the future. They can clean a house, manage their finances, feed their families, and repair almost anything. Not too long ago, Sarah's washing machine quit working. Instead of calling the repairman, her husband found her in the utility room with it completely taken apart. By the next day, it was working again, and she's still using it to wash her clothes. And it isn't just about the mechanical and household skills. Teaching your children is a great way to keep traditions alive. If you're a crafter, take time to teach those skills to your children. Crafts aren't only about traditions, but it also helps them to follow directions, read patterns, and improves hand-eye coordination. It's also a great way to teach them the value of creating handmade gifts for others. There may be some skills you aren't familiar enough with to teach your children. I'm not very good at rebuilding an engine. You may not have a clue how to knit. This is when you can enroll them in a class to learn these things. Check with your local schools, libraries, and art centers to see if classes for children are being offered. Let your child choose which one they want to learn and sign them up. If there are no classes offered in your area, Check with friends and family members who are skilled in that area. Ask them if they would be willing to become a mentor for your child. And if you're really brave, ask if you can tag along. Learning new skills can be a fun part of living a simple life and can broaden your horizons. By teaching your children basic skills, they learn how to do all the things they'll need to live a productive life. But just be aware. They won't just be learning how to sew, clean a house, and use hand tools. Learning the basic skills acts as a foundation for learning other life skills, such as discernment, how to make wise choices, focus, and how to think critically. It helps them with problem solving, overcoming obstacles, and communication skills. It can also help them with relationships and living an overall happier life. Teaching your children is not only a great way to prepare your children for the future, but also a perfect way to teach them the importance of learning to live a simple life. And it's more than just how to sew. It teaches them self-discipline, builds their self-confidence, and is one of the ways we keep traditions alive. When your children learn how to live a simple life today, they can take the knowledge and skills with them into their future. These are the skills that can help them to reduce stress when life gets tough, keep their finances in order, and fix things when they break. They'll also be able to feed their families, know when and how to extend a helping hand to their neighbors and community, and learn the value of people, not things. Raising up the next generation of children isn't an easy task to do. It takes time discipline, both on the part of the parent and the child, love, respect, and yes, more time. 
But when you take the time to teach your children, it helps to prepare them for the life ahead. Think of it as putting your kids in the trenches. And consider that by raising well-rounded children who can face almost any difficulty, the future can look brighter and better. If you want to learn more about the topic at hand or get a transcript for this episode, just visit my website at www.thefarmwife.com forward slash podcast. That's the resource page for this podcast, and I have it set up for episodes to make things easier to find. To help you out, this is episode 23. And while you're there, leave your comments at the end of the page. And be sure to rate, review, and leave a comment on the podcast, whether you're listening to it on Buzzsprout, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast app. This helps me to know how well you're enjoying your visit. If you have some questions or need some help on what or how to teach your children, stop by for an email visit at thevirtualporch@gmail.com. And if you have ideas of ways to teach them, let me know. Be sure to subscribe. You don't want to miss a single conversation. I'll be sitting on the porch every Monday morning waiting for your visit. Thanks again for stopping in. I'll see you next week on Living a Simple Life with the Back Porch View. And while you're waiting on the next episode, grab that glass of refreshment, pull up a rocker, and sit back for a while. It's time to relax and enjoy. Enjoy.